You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Here we are, y'all. Episode three of We Live in Color. I'm Deontay Damper, and this is We Live in Color. Yes, a platform for where we celebrate our Black, LGBTQIA community and non-binary members in the space, in Seattle, in King County, in Washington State. Yes, we are here. We exist. So happy to be here today. It's Pride Week. Um, Pride Week is time to celebrate. It's, it's more than just the parades. It's more than just the production of it all. When I think about Pride, what Pride looks like to me, and I'm so glad I have the guest, one of my, a good childhood friend here with us. Um, because when we think about Pride, Pride for us was downtown, sitting in front of the hot dog on a stick and getting snuck into the clubs by our our quote-unquote gay aunties and friends that actually really helped us learn how to show up for ourselves. Um, which brings me to the guests that I have today. Not only are they an entertainer, a hairstylist, and one of the best female entertainers out here in Washington State. Um, I grew up with them, and I'm just so happy to talk to y'all with them today. Um, today's episode is called Sebastian and Mila, A Love Story. Welcome, Sebastian. Hi, Sebastian. Hey, How are thank you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy. I'm to so have good. You. Um, thank you for having me. It's a blessing to be here, and I'm so excited to dive in okay. to the Mila and Sebastian love story. Yes, it's real. I've watched it grow. This is like watching the episode of All My Children, Honey. It goes. It goes. <laughs> Absolutely. The sky's the limit. It's not going to end here. Right. So let so let's start where where it first started. Right. Because where are you? Are you from the Central South End? How I'm from the town, period. Yeah. Okay, okay. But yes, I did resign on Graham Street. Okay, so okay, Graham. South End, but okay. you know. And what was it like growing up queer in this space? Um, to be honest, I definitely feel like I was a little bit more privileged um, in that area. Like I wasn't really necessarily like bullied or anything like that. And I think it also had to do with a lot of... Um, like dancing and like that confidence and also like everyone that came before me, they mm -hmm. kind of just put me in that realm of like, yeah, not being bullied really. I think it's like when you're, cause I was so openly out. Yeah. Yes, and I think were. that was like helpful. I want to also fun fact for people. If you've ever heard of the electronets, I remember Sebastian, you were probably like one of the first of three men that were, um, that were, cause usually they only it was had women, Dennis, right? mm -hmm. Rob, Dom, um papa okay papa so i was like the younger one out of them. yeah well i just remember you being a part of but yeah that, that I was, first yeah group. very that do you remember what that was like um because i mean people weren't really nice at the at that time you know um it was intimidating but i feel like they were like the girls like i feel like they were bullies if anything to right. be honest um but no, it was good times i feel like they definitely like paved the way for me to be able to have the confidence that i did because they were a quite like, older than I was. Yeah. So I was just kind of like watching and like doing my own thing in, in the shadows. Okay. And you come from a, like a, a multi-dimensional family, right? Um, yeah, I'm biracial, for sure. Mm -hmm. Black and white. Um, which was easy, I guess, as well, because we didn't really have too much um, of the... Oh, I would ooh, say the look at you! <laughs> um, Who are these people? Who, what, is this, what does this give you right now? Um... Well, I look cute as a baby. Okay, yeah. So this was in kindergarten. Can you see, look at me in kindergarten. Like literally like that was, it was already given the charisma right. back then, bitch. Like you can't make it up. She didn't just evolve. Right. 
She's but yeah, so I was running the playground in Grand Hill Elementary School with my Asian homies. Okay. And he was mad. Look at him. It's given. Oh, those are cute. Um, yeah, that was at Nana's house. Okay. Love my Nana. Super close? Absolutely, to this day. She's a super woman. She's everything I possibly could be one in a person. What's the what's the biggest lesson you learned from Nana? Um, be nice, be patient, love everybody, and <clears throat> yeah, chill. Okay. She has the most patience. Okay. Shout out to the grandmas because your grandma's on Graham and my grandma was on Orcus. So, you Very know, it's right super south end for that. I also wanted to, if we can go back to the overlay, I want to ask, um, when we come back, um, I want to ask Sebastian a little bit more about the lady in the middle picture. Can we go back to that middle picture? <laughs> yes. And what's her name? Miss Mila Sky. We will be hearing more about Miss Mila <laughs> Sky when we come back. You're watching We Live in Color with Deontay Damper. What up, y'all? It's T-Dub. I'm here at Converge Media to let you know about my new venture, The Resole. We are introducing Seattle's first dry cleaner for sneakers, and we want you to be a part of it. Head over to www.theresole206.com this Juneteenth weekend for our official website launch. Hello, everyone. We're back here. We're part two of We Live in Color. So happy to have you here, Sebastian. Same. So we were just going back and forth, just talking about Sebastian. And then we've seen a beautiful picture of this beautiful woman by the name of Mila. She is one. She is, she is two, but she is one. Uh, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about Mila? So Mila came about um, like back in the day when I was just like cross-dressing before like the whole non-barinary thing was a thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny because one of my friends that I met recently, he was like, remember when you had that Rihanna wig in high school? Bitch, I went to Atlanta junior year, um, junior year summer, came back with the Rihanna wig. Okay, hold on. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> Define Rihanna wig. So are we talking no, about Umbrella? Yes, a Umbrella, okay. bitch. Very 2008. <laughs> okay. Not to get too much. But yes, and then I was like, oh my God, I had totally forgot about that memory. So like basically I was always, I mean, I've always been super hyper, hyper feminine and I've always... um performed like yeah. i've been a dancer pretty much my whole life um so with that and i just feel like i was really good at it and then also dom and lasaviana mm -hmm. when i moved back to seattle from atlanta i was dressing up just kicking it you know trying to have that fantasy moment because okay. i mean look at her you know what i mean yeah was um it hard and then they to, not to cut you off but uh, was it hard to um go into that transition like publicly uh with with community um no not necessarily i definitely felt like when i when i moved to atlanta i was hanging out with a lot of trans non-binary people yeah and they kind of just like it was in that realm so mm -hmm. i was kind of like figuring out okay what do i do there was a time that i thought i was going to be trans and then i was like no um so being able to do both is really great yeah and then having the opportunity to be able to be on the floor so i can mix my beauty and glamour as you know the female impersonator moment, as well as like a performing artist, which is really great. Honey, you're just a chameleon. So I am a chameleon. <laughs> so let me ask you this too. Um, what was your first performance? What do you remember? What song you performed? I my I do remember. Um, my first performance was um, in Portland, actually, and I did Beyonce "Dance for You." Okay, bitch. When I tell you, I was blacked out drunk because I was so nervous. I don't remember. Oh my god. <laughs> but that was my first performance for sure. Um, and then from there, it just skyrocketed. Yeah. And, and, and as you've been going through this transition, I have to ask, like, 
first of all, when I moved back home, you were the, you <laughs> just all in headlights for me. And I was just really proud to see that. But how was it um, during COVID for you? Um, COVID sucked. It definitely like wiped me out and like humbled me for sure. Because yeah. like beauty and entertainment is pretty much who I am as a person in general. Some yeah. girls chose books. I chose looks. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so it definitely was a humbling experience and definitely like a lot of self involvement and like self growth and like mm -hmm. listening to myself and a lot, uh, spending a lot of time alone. Really? Cause especially, especially like being in the social scene, you are around people all the time. Right. And if you don't know also, Sebastian also does hair. Yes. Salon well, refined. Yes. Color specialist. Um, so yeah, like that's pretty much my whole life is like socially people. So it's like, um, it definitely broke me down. It was definitely like sad times. Definitely yeah. like obviously like everyone else, there was loss. Um, so it was definitely like a dark situation, but I'm glad that that's behind us. Yes, and absolutely. And hope that we're all able to grow from the ashes. I just built, uh, since I've known you, you've all, I've never seen you sweat. Like I've never, <laughs> I've never, ever, ever Come seen to one of the sweat. shows, bitch, like a play. Like what I mean by that, like like we we've been through many transgressions as community members, and um, your resiliency of just more so sweat, no sweat off my back. I love it. Um, how do you how do you get that confidence? You I, just have to fake it. Yeah. To be honest, I would never let anyone like see me down. Yeah. And also, I just feel like you have to like manifest. Like if I'm sad and I sit in that, I'm gonna be sad. Yeah. But if I'm like, this is what I'm gonna do. Rihanna Bob. <laughs> bitch <laughs> no that really did keep me though um but yeah you just have to fake it and just like believe that god has your back and like everything happens for a reason yeah and like just push forward because like you said um i've definitely been through a lot in my life but that's never gonna determine my future you know yeah. what i mean and i feel like everything is like bricks to make you who you are yeah and, and uh, not to switch gears but um working under that climate right as a black um female entertainer out here is there discrimination in the sector of uh, performers? Um, from my experience, especially like when I first started, there wasn't a lot of black queens um, at all, actually. Now I definitely feel like Seattle has a lot more up and coming girls and there's like a color all over the place now. Um, but as PC as I can say this, it's still a white city, um, no matter how much I can pass through. Yeah. Um, they're still gonna, you know, they still take over and do the thing. And you definitely have to be, you definitely have to watch yourself a lot more than others because a lot of the girls that came before me are not currently here now. Okay. So she's just, like a soap opera, not currently <laughs> here now. Um, so just like, yeah, I definitely feel like we don't get away with as much yeah. as the other girls can. Mm -hmm. um, and I definitely feel like it's an energy situation. All girls aren't hip hop girls. All girls aren't that kind of vibe. I yeah. definitely feel like the girls here, like a lot of the white queens are definitely like ooky spooky moments. Yeah. I'm more of a city girl moment. So it's definitely like, there's no other bitch like me out here. So it's like trying to fit in, but also staying true who you are. Right. And I think that's what my struggle was. And the other thing is like, how can community continue to support um, our black female um, entertainers out there in the in that sector because I notice a lot of our community members end up moving that are flourishing and that should be getting more money. I mean, like more booking fees as opposed to um, just coming in, just performing. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, I've been on cast pretty much since I started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely feel like now, especially since after COVID and like the whole Black Lives Matter moment, I definitely feel like a lot of the bars, I can't speak for, I shouldn't speak for all the bars, but I definitely have seen them trying to get the girls in there. And honestly, like, all you guys can do is just come to support. You know what I mean? Like, I know when my people are in the building. You know what right. I mean? Like, when I come out and I'm playing my song and I see the little girl over there lip singing with me, I'm like, okay, bitch, you know this song? Perfect. So that makes me feel good. But just show up, really. Yeah. I don't think that um, the girls are being underpaid at all. I okay. definitely feel like they're... We could, as performers, we definitely bring the nightlife to the club. Like, the girls come to see us. They don't come to see, like... Any of anyone else. The girls come to the club to see the girls. Okay. Um, so definitely like upping the booking fee was always a great thing. But I don't think that from my experience, I don't think that I we, the black girls are being underpaid. Okay. Sorry. From the club. I think the girls in general are being underpaid. Okay. So it's a it's a universal thing. Yes. Okay. But the Uki Spooky girls still run the city. Okay. What are what are Uki Spooky girls? Break that um, down for me. The Uki Spooky girls. I don't know. I just feel like Seattle, like I said, it has a lot of white queens. Which we love. They're they're like so talented. Like it's beyond. Like I just their artistry is like something that I can never tap into because it's just like not my thing. Mm-hmm. And I always like I want everyone to be who they are and stay in their lane and be the best version of yourself. Amen. Um, but Seattle has that. We don't have that. Um, the hood rat culture as much. Mm-hmm. So they there is a hood rat culture out here though. One we are we are. We are. <laughs> Um, not even like that. Like, not even like, we're being funny. Like, obviously, like, black excellence, period. Yeah. But, um, no, I definitely feel like the artsy queen. Like, Seattle is like that, you know what I mean? It's very multicultural. It's very artsy. So I definitely feel like finding spaces where the culture can be more accepted and, like, appreciated. Because if I'm going, hey, nigga, da-da-da-da-da, white girls aren't going to listen to that. Yeah. And they ain't going to say it either. But if we're at the, you know what I mean? If we're doing the thing, it's like, wait. It's just a culture thing. Yeah. But I definitely feel like the black girls get just as much love. But at the end of the day, we already know what's up. It, but is it just the sector of Capitol Hill or y'all? Um, are, 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 are female entertainers in our community, are, they, are we able to go south? Have you seen us further? Where's the furthest south you've seen So, RIP our place. So, we just opened up the Comeback, which is in Soto, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um... So that is as far as I know. Um, I mean, obviously Tacoma has like a show there as well. Um, But I definitely just think that it's just like having the clubs and businesses. Like we don't really have that many clubs to go to in general. I can definitely count like on one hand how many gay places that we have to party and club. And everything's not always about the queens. Like I think everyone should be able to have a safe space to do their own thing. Yeah. Um, But definitely Soto is as far as... As I would be to Soto, but is that where we? Is that um? It's oh, right next to Krispy Kreme. Okay. Yes, um, I've been there before. Okay, it's really cute. The space is everything. I don't know if you've ever been there um to our place before, like on the third floor. Oh, yes. It's basically like a bigger third floor, huge stage. I'm I'm really glad that they were able to come back from that because our place was my home. They made Mila, honestly. That's what's gonna ask. That was gonna be my next question. What is the in, how how do you feel like? we are a part of this community now that the pandemic's back open, right? Mm-hmm. But not having the our place, not having like the rebar, if people don't know who re- where the rebar is, it had to be there, but either way. Honestly, rebar was a moment. I yeah. know you touched base on that like we were yeah. back in the day. We was all getting snuck in the club at that time. I, that is crazy to me. Like now that I'm older, I look at it, I'm like, bitch, there's no way I'm letting the babies in the club. Yeah. 
And I was really out there like that. Um, I was. <laughs> so much fun, though. But, um, I mean, it sucks that it's not on the hill anymore, but at least we still have a space to go right, to, absolutely. which is great, because if we didn't have that space, then it would really suck. Um, but at the same time, I think that us as a community have to invest in ourselves to curate those spaces. Absolutely. Because we can't allow, like, the people, you know what I mean? To define To do it, it for us. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We so can't. even branching outside of um, Capitol Hill, that's impact. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because the next thing you know, we're going to be right there in Brenton. And on that note, we'll have one more break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, Lisa Gordon here. And before heading to Belize, Trey Holiday and I had to make sure we linked up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. From bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more. Before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. We are back. <laughs> Sorry. Um, here at part, this is part three of We Live in Color. I'm here with my boo, Sebastian. Yeah. So Sebastian, this is one of my favorite parts of, of the show where we talk about who helped us live in color, why we live in color. Who is your person? Well, not only, like I said before, like my grandmother and my family, um, but my chosen family. Um, I met this person when I was 14 years old, doing the things, bopping around the city. And I can't even I can't even honestly say like how we actually connected to the way we are now. Um, but I called them my mother, um, Hilbert Preston, another Seattle famous socialite lover. Yes. Um she has definitely been my rock since I was a baby. Yes. And can you look into the camera and let Hilbert know how you feel about them in this space? Hey, mommy, I love you. You already know the tea. I couldn't live here without you. And I think that the feeling's mutual. And we're going to be together forever. Let's rock this world. So the person that I would like to salute um, is you. I appreciate you. I'm just so watching you grow. You have more confidence than I had as a kid. I didn't know how to dance. I was like a two-stepper. You know, I'm a two-left feet. But it was because of them. If I didn't have the you guys back then, and you already know the the crew, yeah, I would I definitely wouldn't have that. And if I didn't have Hilra, it's everyone that came before me well, that honestly like helped me be who I am today. To well, watching you just walk into your purpose now and. Even post post pandemic, you were even doing those. I think they're called what are those? Unbox, unbox, mukbangs. Okay, what are those? I have a YouTube channel, Sebastian Sky, and I was definitely bored and just like doing mukbangs and dragons. So what are mukbangs? I just it's basically so where you just know. sit down and eat. It's like very ASMR moments. Okay. It was basically like a little talk show of me just like eating and talking about different things in the house. Bored. Oh, see, I don't know. I I ain't a crab fan, but it was still cute. Though. Really? Mm-hmm. I had ice cream one too. I got to look at that one. So now we have some events that are coming up. Now, what are you doing this weekend? Are you doing anything for Pride? So, of course, I'm doing things for Pride. The girls are busy this month. Um, So I will be... Okay, let's start. So I'm doing Ryan House. Ryan House is on... What is, street is that on? 11th? Yeah. Right by Seattle University. It's a lovely space. The um, GM is Jeremy. He is a black... He's a black. I, just, I don't want to put his business out there, but Is we love single? him so much. Um, he's definitely hosted all the girls. 
Um, I'll be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday okay. for brunch and an evening show. Carrie Hilson, bitch, will be there. Carrie um, who? Carrie Hilson. Energy. So can I be Pretty Girl Rock? Can I be a background dancer? I will definitely get you in. I'm just saying. 100%. I don't need, I mean, I don't do backup dancers. No, no, you can do one. I got, you got the Rihanna Bob and we can just <laughs> <laughs> Very try that. to figure it out. But yeah, no, it is, it's going to be a really cute event. And then obviously like the comeback mm -hmm. um, is in Soto. That's open up all weekend. It's going to be super cute. And then, yeah. And then I, I think I might do the parade. You the girls want You got to do the parade. Well, yeah, we're going to have a flow. It, it, it should be really cute. Um, but yeah, it's just like an action-packed weekend, which I really enjoy. Um, I definitely feel like as a working girl, the Pride weekend is like, bitch, go. Right. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't go, just go home. If, you, if you're not going, you're not. You're not. You'll never go. Okay. You're just not. But yeah, it's going to be a super fun weekend. I hope we have good weather. Um, but yeah, so Rhinehouse, the comeback, and the parade. And how can we follow you online? You can follow me at Sebastian Sky on Instagram and all social medias and Miss Mila Sky on all social medias. Thank you, sis. And then we'll go into a couple more events here. I believe the first one is Specific Northwest Pride, also known as Pocan. We are having our Black Pride event eight, the 18th through the 21st through August this year. So excited. I um, love Pocan. Pocan is everything. They've been around for years, this, baby. Listen, I don't think I would be where I'm at without Pocan. Remember when they had the um the and the at Langston Hughes back in the day? What did they do the gay black the black gay pride. At I, I, Hughes I never had an opportunity to go. I was already uh, in the streets by then. <laughs> no, but uh, Pacific Northwest Pride is currently looking for volunteers as well as vendors. So, um, any questions? Please feel free to hit up Autry Bell at Autry at Pocan org. Head them up. And we also are gearing up for taking Black Pride. Taking Black Pride, um, our wonderful guests that were here last week, uh, will will be having their event on the 25th. I don't know. I will definitely be down there. Um, and I think the last event that we that we have is for Washington Therapy Fund. And I know people are probably like, oh, what, what, what's that for? Because we still have to, in our lifestyle, I still think that we need to take some time for ourselves. 100%. It's so hard. It, it is important. It is really, really hard. I mean, I, like this past two weekends, I've been going through like this isolation piece. I'm like, no, I can't be that. Mm -hmm. I need to talk talk to somebody. Definitely. So Washington Therapy Fund, you see a wonderful picture of Ashley, who is Converge family. She's my family. Happy belated birthday, Ashley. And um, I know that this is a, a show where we talk about Black LGBTQ leaders, but thank you for being my ally. Thank you for being my friend. Um, and no them from O. Wishing you a happy birthday. I give you my heart. I love you so much. Thank you. So oh, sweet. I'm gonna have to go you. sit on their couch you know, with her. You should hear when I have my bass in my voice. Uh, yes. Not the not the party line tease. So no, but before we go, I want to ask you, what does pride mean to you? Pride means to me, honestly, and this may not be what everyone wants to hear, but loving yourself. Because no one's going to care about someone that doesn't love themselves. Um, and just doing your own thing and not really giving a fuck. You know what I mean? And I feel like that can go around to everybody. Yeah. Can we cuss? No. Sorry. Yeah. Leave that out. No. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, just not really caring. Being authentically yeah. yourself, no matter what. Um, being proud of who you are, no matter the flaws. Yeah. That's what pride honestly means to me. Living out loud. I love it. I love you. Censored.
<laughs> it's censored sometimes, some, but sometimes unfiltered. But Very most bad. of the time, unfiltered. Unfiltered yes. for sure. Absolutely. Well, Sebastian, I'm so happy you came. Thank you so here. much. It was a pleasure. Thank you for living in color for us. Yeah. We'll be living in color with you, and we love you. Thanks for letting me live in color. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. Join us in the next couple of weeks. We will be in the month of August. It'll be Recovery Month, as well as our first guest, which will be Randy Ford. Thank you for joining We Live in Color. I'm Deontay Damper. Y'all have a blessed night. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.